for introversions, the energy flows from the individual to the social event or to the social setting. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Three tips for speaking for introverts. Now, it's really important, first of all, to really delineate the difference between introvert and extrovert. Most people think about introversion as being shy or socially awkward, but being introvert, introversion has nothing to do with being socially awkward or shy or having nervousness when public speaking or avoiding public speaking. That is not about introversion. That's not what introversion is all about. And extroversion is also not about ones who value social networking, who always meet new people, who don't feel nervous, who are louder when they speak. That is not the definition of extroversion as well. And so what I want to be able to share with you is to share with you the scientific distinction between introversion and extroversion. And it's important to have this distinction because distinction creates awareness. And when you have awareness, that is where you have the intention to be able to apply the strategies that work the strategies that I'm about to share with you in this video, right? So introversion versus extroversion is all about the flow of energy. For introversions, the energy flows from the individual to the social event or to the social setting, right? And whereas the in extroversion, the energy flows from the social event into the individual. So what happens is that in introversion, for introversion, it flows from the individual to the social event, So that, which is why when they participate in social events or social meetings, their energy becomes depleted, right? They are de-energized because the direction of flow is from the person to the environment. Whereas the opposite is true for extroversion. The energy flows from the event to them. So that's why extroverts, they tend to feel more energized after meeting with folks and meeting people in a social setting. So it's all about the flow of energy. It's not, now note this, it's not about having more energy because the law of physics states that energy is not created or destroyed. There is the same amount of energy. It's the same amount of energy. It is just the direction that the energy is flowing, right? So I wanted to break that myth first of all, because it is important when moving forward, I'm going to share with you in this video, three tips on public speaking if you are an introvert. So let's go for a walk. Tip number one, perform in the singular. Right. Chances are, if you are an introvert, right, it is a lot. It is a lot more overwhelming 
to speak in groups, right? Maybe for you it is in a group that is larger than three people, or maybe it is about a group that is larger than ten, right? When you are speaking in front of a group of people, perform in the singular, which means that you're although there are a number of people in the room, or there is a circle of individuals that you are speaking to, right? Speak to one person at a time. Focus on the one individual, and when you are presenting, when you are in that conversation, focus on one person at a time. So maybe you're speaking. To this person at that given moment, and then you switch and you talk to a different person in that moment, and then you switch and you talk to a different person in that moment. So in the whole conversation, each part of the conversation, you know that you are just focusing on one individual, and that helps you to handle some of the overwhelm that you might feel if you are speaking in a group. And the ch- and chances are, when you are doing that, you're still able to have your conversation heard by everybody in the group. It's just That you are able to chunk down the performance, and therefore eliminate the overwhelm that comes with speaking in a group. So perform in the singular. That's the first step. Tip number two: practice in solitude. When you are in solitude, when you are alone, that is where the environment and that is the mental focus that you need to be able to master the skill set. That is where you can have the intensity of focus that is necessary to become better at what you are trying to achieve, to become improved in the arena that you're trying to improve. It is about intense focus, and that can only be achieved when you are alone, when you are in solitude. Right, and so for you, if you are an introvert, that may be some sense of relief because it means you are alone, you are in solitude, which is energizing for you. Because remember, the direction of flow is from the social event and to you. So if you are practicing in solitude, you will have energy. It will energize you rather than deplete your energy. And so you might be asking, right? You might be listening to this, and you might be thinking, well, how is practicing in solitude going to help me? Well, there was a study by Florida State University, a study by psychologists and by neuroscientists. They studied musicians, they studied grand chess masters, they studied athletes, they studied college students as well. And although a lot of times in those arenas there's a lot of group work that needs to be done, learning in a group or learning in a classroom, they found in that study that when these individuals Are training in solitude, and they're practicing in solitude. That is what allowed them to take their performance to the next level and become world-class athletes, and to become great students in college, to be, or also to become performers in music. Right, and so it is in this alone study. When you are practicing, when you are in solitude, that gives you the focus that a group would not allow you to have. Right, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It is about practicing. What will make permanent, right? Because most of the time, how many of you have heard that saying? Practice makes perfect. Practice does not make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So therefore, you have to know what you are practicing, because if you're practicing the wrong thing, then you're going to have that outcome. Because practice is going to make permanent that outcome. So be careful what you are practicing. So with that said. If you want to know exactly what to practice, if you want to have the strategies and the framework on what to practice, so that you can be an expert in public speaking, and you are serious about having these outcomes in your life, and you want to know, you want to have someone take you by the hand to know what to practice, then I invite you to click the link below this video in the description. There is an application for you to submit to have professional coaching from me. 
to take you by the hand and give you the framework on what to practice, right? This is for you if you're serious about taking your career or your business to the next level. It's not for you if you just want to learn how to speak better in social settings or if you just want to be more comfortable. It's not for you if you're, if it's for those, it's not for social outcome. It's for you if you want real outcomes in your career. If you want to take your career and your life to that next level, then that is for you. So I invite you, if that is you, then click the link below this video in the description and I hope to see you on the inside. Now, stay tuned for tip number three. Tip number three, push for social value. You see, introversion is a personality trait, which is mostly inborn, but there's also a part of it that is nurtured in us later in life. So you have this inborn trait, which is a personality trait, but there's also our personal desires in doing what matters to us and aligning with our true purpose. And you see, you can choose to satisfy your personality desires of introversion and avoiding public interactions or avoiding public speaking or the things that you, the, the things you need to do that are necessary to get to that next level. You can choose to satisfy the personality traits, but in doing so, it could be possible that you are denying yourself on what truly matters to you. You're denying yourself of opportunities to be able to step up into your fullest potential and make a value, a valued contribution or a meaningful contribution that has social value to it, right? And so this is all about pushing the boundaries of what is possible, pushing the boundaries of something that you may be uncomfortable with in the beginning, but the payoff in the end for you is to be able to do what really matters to you in alignment with your true purpose. You see, in life, the essence of what we all want to achieve is true personal fulfillment. But personal fulfillment does not come with satisfying our personality desires. True fulfillment comes from two ingredients, and the two ingredients are growth and contribution. Growth is personal growth. And so being an introvert is neither, is, is, it just is a fact. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean that there's a disorder. It doesn't mean that you are at a disadvantage. It is just a fact. Just like extroversion is a fact, right? And so there's not, there's no need to have an emotional reaction to whether you or not you are introverted or extroverted. But it is all about growth, right? True personal fulfillment when, comes when we have achieved both growth and contribution. So what are some arenas of growth that are opportunities for you to be able to do in life what you truly desire and what matters to you? And so I would say that growth comes not from only satisfying our personality desires, but also from our external desires, our intrinsic desires of wanting to be able to achieve what matters most to us and making a meaningful contribution in the world. Right, so I want to hear from you because you see, you have you can watch all these YouTube videos and accumulate all this information, but information alone does not lead to transformation. Just like knowledge alone is not power, applied knowledge is power. Right, when you apply knowledge, that is the only way that you can make what you know and turn that into power. So I want to hear from you. Knowledge is power. Implied knowledge is power. Sorry. So comment below. What are your key takeaways from this video? And remember to ring that bell and subscribe so you can be notified every time I release a new video.